Crandall ISD, welcome back to another edition of our pop-up podcast. This week, we're going to talk about something that's pretty serious. There's been a change in legislation with the end of our special session and with the end of the legislative session for 2017. There's a new law in effect. It's Senate Bill 179, more commonly known as David's Law, and it has to do with cyberbullying. This week, we're sitting down with Assistant Superintendent of Human Resources, Christy Starrett. Christy handles everything from personnel to HR-related issues and bullying and cyber bullying definitely fall kind of under her area as well. Christy, welcome. Thank you so much for being with us. We appreciate you taking the time. Thank you. We're glad to have you. So let's just start off. Can you tell us a little bit about David's Law, Senate Bill 179, and kind of what it entails? David's Law went into effect September 1 of 2017, and it is a result of Senate Bill 179. As you know, there have been some instances where students have been bullied to the point of attempting suicide, thinking suicide, and and actually carrying out uh, the horrific event. And so this law was written in regard to David, a student that this happened to in his school. The, the things about David's Law allows the school to be able to look into cyberbullying because some of these events may take place off campus but substantially interfere with the school campus day because the students are bringing it onto the campus grounds. It could be one single significant act um, that would be sufficient enough to be called bullying. It is a major impact on our administrators as they have to investigate things a little differently. This is a new day and time in the investigation of administrators because they're trying to make sure that they follow the law, make sure that they take care of the students that are initiating the investigation or reporting. They're also trying to make sure that they take care of the ones that whose phone it could be on or whose social media site without infringing on anyone's rights or getting into too deep of business of the students' relationships online with social media. It is a little bit of a difficult area, gray, it seems, to navigate sometimes. However, our administrators have been great in jumping in with this law. I feel like they've been attempting to do somewhat of this before it became law within the years past. Christy, what are some of the changes that Crandall had to make to policy to set the district up for success since, as you mentioned, this is such a gray area and it's really new? Okay, so one of one portion of David's law was that it requires an anonymous reporting system. We currently have an anonymous reporting system, but we rolled this out into the middle and high schools using our safety security officer and our SROs. So that was out last year. We were using it and we typically used it for drug tips fighting tips, bullying tips, things like that. But now that David's Law is requiring this to be everywhere, which is not a problem, we just rolled that system and program down to the elementary level. So the principals have made the students aware of how you can text a tip or how you can tell a teacher and it can go to that tip line, which goes directly to our student resource offices, which are Crandall police officers. It goes directly to their administrators and things like that. So they can follow up on these bullying tips. What exactly is defined as bullying? Could it be something as simple as, I really don't like your hair today? Is it as serious as a threat of violence? What do we define as bullying inside the school district? It can be one single significant act. However, it um, typically is an imbalance of power, someone who's inciting violence on another student, someone who is not just giving a negative comment to someone about their clothes, but it could be an ongoing. So let's say I do talk about your hair 
Aaron. Um, <laughs> but it would be an ongoing, that doesn't seem on its face as a harsh situation. However, if I'm continually doing this and I, it's repetitive, then that can be a bullying situation because now I have prompted you over and over and over to think negative thoughts and begin to go down that road of um, either being depressed or looking into not wanting to come to school and keeping you away from those things. So, so you mentioned text to tip which is a program we rolled out last year where students can report bullying, fights, other negative things they know about through our Crandall ISD Tips app. What are other ways that students or even parents could address bullying to make sure that we're inside the law? First and foremost, I encourage parents and students to just talk. Everyday conversations help. Uh, I know that we are in a busy world. Everyone has practice and recitals and, you know, those things. But sitting around the dinner table or sitting around at some point, um, almost daily or as often as possible, just having conversation, talking about the circles of friends. That, that to me is the first and foremost way to know what's going on in the students' lives. When something of concern comes up, it needs to be reported to the teacher. So whether the student goes to the teacher or the parent goes to the teacher, but a lot of times students don't want any type of retaliation. So they don't want to be told who is telling or what's telling. So that can be protected. So just making sure that the teachers know that your student is afraid of those kinds of things, retaliation or other students knowing, so they can handle it in the most subtle way possible possible. Going there and then um, of course if the teacher is responses well we need to tell the administrator you might need to follow up with the administration something like that. Then we have also I've met with all of our assistant principals this year and we have a bullying protocol that we put in place and so the bullying protocol if there is reported incident of bullying brought to the administrators they fill out the student who's coming in to report they fill out once they begin to investigate what they found out who's involved SROs involved things like that when it begins to get of a serious nature. If they feel that it's something as much as earlier you described, I don't like your hair today, and it's a couple of those, they will probably bring the students in and be able to remediate between all of them. But if it's a more serious and antagonizing and an imbalance of power, and the student is fearful for things or thoughts of, you know, negative things in their mind begin to come on, there is discipline that takes place. And we follow that protocol every time. Have we seen a lot of changes with this school year and this law being in effect in comparison to previous school years? Not in the number of reports, no. Um, we just are aware and more proactive in our approach with the cyberbullying because everything else on campus, things that were happening throughout the day that were reported, nothing changed in that area in our regard because we handle it seriously. But the cyberbullying is something that we can chase a rabbit down the trail, <laughs> to, so to say, because there's so many social media sites. And as soon as we get one under wraps, it feels like we know how to navigate. We are not of the generation that knows how to Snapchat or we don't necessarily know how to navigate the Twitter. Uh, and subtweeting and all these things that the students know. So as we learn one, it feels like a new social media site pops up on us and we have to relearn. We're not um, natives to this land, so we have to figure it out as we go. Christy, is there anything that I didn't ask you or any other important components of this that you think our listeners need to know? I think that um, just knowing that we take this seriously, um, knowing that whenever we hear the word bullying, it's something that stops all things and we begin to look into. I know that sometimes it feels as if it's not done to the pace that the parents or maybe the community feel. But I know our administrators are doing what they can, the due diligence to take care of the problem because they do not want students injured. They do not want students to be bullied. That you know, But there is a protocol in place and so there are checks and balances that we're required to do. So even though there is a requirement meeting with all of our administrators, I know the feeling and the gut that they have about taking care of every situation seriously and making sure that students are safe on their campuses. So saying that to the community doesn't always reassure when it's your child, when it's my child. So we always take into account this is someone's kid. We want everyone to feel safe. 
We want everyone to come to school. We want everyone to be successful. And the way we have to do it sometimes is to take these things and remove these situations out of there so they can focus on school and their learning. Thank you, Christine. And thank you so much for what you do for this district. I know you work very hard every day. Thanks, Erin. Crandall ISD, thanks so much for your time today. Uh, we appreciate you stopping to listen. We know this is a little more serious in nature than some of our previous podcasts have been, but we certainly take David's Law seriously. We certainly take bullying and cyberbullying seriously. Crandall ISD values the safety and security of every one of their students. Thank you for your time, and we'll be back soon with another podcast.